Good morning, everybody. It's Andrew DeVitri, the Mistress of Pop Culture. Um, happy Monday morning. Hope everybody had a really good weekend. I've already previously recorded this episode, but I'm adding this in last minute because some really devastating, heartbreaking news just broke um, with regards to Kelly Preston. I'm going to read this to you now. So once I finish the segment, my usual episode will come up. So if it sounds a little bit out of order and I'm greeting you again, that is why. Um, so once again, hi, everybody. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. And um, I just got a notification on my phone from TMZ. Really heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching story. Kelly Preston has passed away at age 57 from breast cancer. Um, Kelly Preston was the wife of John Travolta, if many of you may know or may not know. I adored her as an actress. Actually, one of my favorite movies that she was in that I weirdly just watched twice over the weekend was What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes on Netflix. And it's really, I always find that Life and timing is so interesting because I just had this weird inkling to want to watch that movie. And I knew Kelly Preston was in it because Kelly Preston plays Amanda Bynes' mom. It's actually a great movie. Uh, Amanda Bynes, Kelly Preston, um, Colin Firth, uh, Jonathan Price from Game of Thrones um, is in it. It's, it's a great film. Um, but yeah, I thought this really, really sad. So let me read this to you. I'm going to read to you from TMZ and then um, E! News. Okay. Kelly Preston's quiet battle with breast cancer has ended. The actress died Sunday, according to a family rep. The rep said John Travolta's wife, excuse me, of nearly 29 years was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago, but chose not to reveal that to the public. The rep told People, quote, choosing to keep her fight private, she had been undergoing medical treatment for some time, supported by her closest family and friends. Kelly is probably best known for her role in Jerry Maguire as Jerry's girlfriend, Avery Bishop, who he dumps, but not before she gave him a few body shots. She also starred opposite of Kevin Costner in For Love of the Game and had roles in The Cat in the Hat, Battlefield, and What a Girl Wants. Kelly and John met in 87 on the set of the film The Experts and eventually got married in 1991. Her last film was Gotti in 2018 when John played the mob boss and she played his wife, Victoria Gotti. John and Kelly had three kids, Jet, Ella Blue, and Benjamin Jet, who was autistic, died in 2009 after suffering a seizure. I remember when I heard about that story, it was heartbreaking. A family rep added, quote, she was a bright, beautiful, and loving soul who cared deeply about others, who brought life to everything she touched. Kelly was 57. Um, and John Travolta actually himself posted a tribute to her on Instagram, and I'm going to read that to you right now. Um, let me just pull it up here. I was just reading it. Um, very, very sad. Uh, sorry, it's just loading. Um, yeah, no, this is, what is going on this year? Okay, posted this two hours ago with a beautiful picture of her, a portrait of her. It is with a he very heavy heart that I inform you that my beautiful wife, Kelly, has lost her two-year battle with breast cancer. She fought a courageous fight with the love and support of so many. My family and I will forever be grateful to her doctors and nurses at MD Anderson Cancer Center, all the medical centers that have helped, as well as her many friends and loved ones who have been by her side. Kelly's love and life will always be remembered. I will be taking some time to be there for my children who have lost their mother. So forgive me in advance if you don't hear from us for a while, but please know that I feel your outpouring of love in the weeks and months ahead as we all heal. All my love, uh, JT, John Travolta. Yeah, you guys, this is just, this is a real, real, real loss. Um, I mean, just as a big fan of her film and her, her career, it's um it's very sad. So hold hold your loved ones tight, and my deepest deepest condolences uh, to John and his family and many people in the industry who I'm sure knew her and loved her. You know, there's a lot of actors who you watch throughout the years. I find, at least personally, 
that you can just tell that they're a really good, nice person and they just happen to be really be very, you know, successful and talented at their craft and well known to the public, but you can just genuinely tell it's like a vibe that, you know, they're so sweet. And I, I, I find that when I watch like Sarah Jessica Parker or Meryl Streep, that these people are just really good people who just happen to be, you know, very famous and, and actors. Um it's just devastating news and again I'm I'm so sorry for the loss. I can't even imagine. Um, you know, John has, has not only lost his son but now his wife, his partner um, so, and, and his children have lost their mother. So, you know, my heart aches for them. And, uh, 2020 has been a year. It's been, um, a really, really tough year. So again, hold, hold those you love very tight, near and dear. And, um, again, I'm so sorry. And as more details come out, I'll, uh, of course, of, of course, share with you, um, what, you know, comes out. So now I'm going to go back to my regularly, it's already pre-recorded episode. So once again, it's going to kind of seem like I went, right into starting a new episode, but it was already the episode I recorded. So yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks. And here's my already scheduled episode. Bye. I think I need to be put into an asylum because I literally cannot stop watching Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. I think I'm on, I, I've probably even lost count, but maybe 16 or 17 times I've watched it. It's that genius of the show slash movie slash form of entertainment with the best soundtrack ever. Um, so again, thank you to Lin-Manuel and Disney Plus for just bringing it to us all to enjoy um, literally at the touch of our fingertips, which is just so great because Broadway is shut down right now. And even if it wasn't shut down, it's still really hard to get to New York for me. And of course, many others who don't live there. But I just had to start this episode off with saying that I'm just overly obsessed with Hamilton and I can't get enough of it. So that's that on that. So hi, everybody. Happy Monday. It's Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, coming at you from my apartment. Once again, we are starting another week. It has just been a glorious weekend. It was a really hot weekend. Um, it was like really, really, we're really in the trenches of summer here in Los Angeles, even though it's only July. Well, July, August, it's really, really like basking, searing hot. So much so that literally my air conditioning is on at all times, um, which I love because I'm like a polar bear and I basically love to sleep in freezing cold air, um, 66 degrees to be exact. But that's just me. And I love when you get out of a shower and you're like so freezing cold and you wrap your towel around you and then like you don't sweat um which is also why i think i'm always gonna have to live alone because i most people i know don't love the air conditioning on at all times and i'm one of those people who like hates fresh air well i love fresh air but obviously not since we always, always have to wear a mask outside you know we're not really getting our intake of fresh air so i've just become so used to filtered air which i'm not complaining about but that's just me but anyways happy monday i hope everybody had a really great weekend um I had a pretty active weekend. I spent time with my dog. I went out. I ran errands. I did a little bit of shopping. Um, I watched a lot of TV. Uh, I did, you know, some, you know, pretty, it was pretty low-key. I mean, I didn't really hang out with anyone because guess what, everybody? In one week, I'm going to go uh, visit my family. And I haven't seen them since, well, actually, I haven't been home home since November, but I haven't seen my parents since um, before quarantine, which is crazy. And obviously, um, you know, my parents are like many parents, older, and you don't want to, you know, risk bringing anything around them. So I've uh, been trying to limit my time around people. It's hard because, you know, you go to the grocery store and you're around, you know, some friends who you know are pretty safe. But, you know, anyways, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing the, the fam and, you know, sleeping in my... Whenever I go home, I don't know if you feel like this, but whenever you go home... Do you ever feel like it's so weird, like you're reverted back to childhood where you feel like you have rules and you can't stay up late? It's so weird because I, I'm on like a really weird schedule while well, living alone here. I'm, I've been in LA for seven years now. Like I go to bed at four, 3 or 4 a.m. and I wake up at noon. And it's just like I can't, I can't operate on that schedule at home because my parents are going to be like, you're crazy and out of control. But, you know, obviously I work from home, so it's sort of different. But, yeah. Anyways, I'm just uh, kind of looking forward to that. So, yeah. But anyways, I've used the word anyways a lot today, so I'm going to try and limit that. Um, but... 
transitioning subjects now. Uh, I'm gonna. I have some. I have four great stories for you today. Uh, three, two or three of which are are sad. Um, and of course, the the first story of the day is an update on Naya Rivera and the search for her. Um, but actually, before I get into this story, I read. I I I spend a greater, you know, amount of my time on of my day on Instagram uh, when I'm home and just watching TV. Um, actually, right now I'm going through the Sex and the City archives and rewatching a show again, and you guys, I cannot even tell you how good it is, how funny it is. I was watching the episode where Miranda finally, where Magda starts working for Miranda, and she starts, like, reorganizing her kitchen and gives her a rolling pin, which is LOL so funny, and then she, like, has the goodie drawer, and she opens it, and, and she removes all the stuff in the goodie drawer with, like, a statue of a... Uh, uh, I don't know, um, but one of those religious statues, <laughs> and the, the commentary carries like obviously Miranda was trying to perform an exorcism. It was a really really funny. If you're a Sex and the City fan, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, I'm rewatching it now. So thank you, Michael Patrick King, HBO, and Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Patrol, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis for literally just being the most iconic show, one of the most iconic shows ever. And then I think after this show ends, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones because I'm just I'm ready to dive back into it. It's been a whole year since it ended, and like quite honestly, I'm mourning it. I'm mourning my Daenerys. I'm mourning my Cersei. I, I'm mourning my Jon Snow. So that's just literally going to be the most exciting time ever. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I was on Instagram and I read this really interesting thing about Naya Rivera that uh, it wasn't about her, but it was there was a man who was lost at sea for 66 days and people, much like Naya Rivera, he was missing. So people presumed him dead, but he was discovered 66 days later. So I'm one of those people who's always going to remain hopeful until her body is found because as of now, her body is not found. But anyways, our first article of the day, our first story of the day, this is from E! News. Um, Naya Rivera investigation. Please share insight in her disappearance, her son's help, and more. Um, all hands are on deck as the search for Naya Rivera continues. It's been less than a week since the Glee alum disappeared on Wednesday, July 8th. The Ventura, California Police Department confirmed Naya Rivera was missing after her four-year-old son was found alone on the boat. She rented during an afternoon outing at Lake Piru. Um, the following day, authorities stated the actress was presumed dead and revealed they shifted her search into a, quote, recovery mission. Since the news broke, I'm sorry, since the news broke out about Rivera's disappearance, law enforcement has used many resources to find the 33-year-old star. Divers continued to search for Naya Rivera this afternoon at Lake Peru, the Ventura County Sheriff's Department tweeted on Sunday afternoon, that was yesterday. Um, speaking to E! News, Captain Eric Bouchot shared more insight into the Glee Stars investigation, including how Rivera's son helped the case, what law enforcement believes occurred, and more. Quote, we are confident based on these circumstances she was not a victim of foul play. There is no indication of this being an abduction or a homicide, the show analyzed. There is also nothing to indicate that it was suicide either. That's really interesting. Bouchot said he hopes that once they find the actress's body, an autopsy will provide some answers. Quote, at the point that she's found, depending on what the autopsy results are, that may provide some clarity as to what took place, he said. Quote, but it appears this was just a tragic accident. What law enforcement does know, according to Bouchot, is that Rivera, quote, went north on the lake. She never went to the south side of the lake. We know that from surveillance cameras, he explained, the boat may never come back to the south. Um, so the focus of the search has been on the north and to the northeast side of the lake. He also explained that the boat Rivera rented, which her son was found on, was discovered on the north side of the lake. Um, there weren't a lot of people on the lake that day. All of the times she was seen were on the north side of the lake. Suffice it to say that all the indications are at this point that she drowned in the lake. He added, all indications are that she is in the water, and we still believe that. Bouchot said that the Glee star was last seen in the water, and she and her four-year-old son were swimming in the water together. He also confirmed that Josie was found wearing his life vest. He was asleep on the boat, covered in a towel. Bouchot shared 
adding that Josie was helped out with the case, has helped out with the case. Kids that age, they're going to be very matter of fact and providing information. And he was, he was able to provide information that was very helpful to investigators. That's so great because I can't even imagine a four-year-old boy who went through something that traumatic, if he even understands what trauma it is yet at that age, and I'm not aware of it, and obviously I wasn't there. Um, but the fact that he was able to give him information like this and sort of cooperate is incredible. So that's maturity at its, its finest at that, at that age. Um, uh, Bouchot reassured that the search for Vera will continue. However, certain resources will be, quote, scaled back. Some of those resources have included side-scan sonar dogs and divers as well as an uh, ROV, a remotely operated vehicle. There aren't as many personnel out there today as there were, say, Thursday or Friday. Explain part of that is, you know, some of those resources were provided by mutual aid. We have other counties that helped out with the resources. The search will continue in some form as we go forward that may be just limited to a couple of boat crews, flyovers by helicopter, that sort of thing. Today, the sonar scanning of the lake will be finished. He shared, Bouchot said his team, quote, found something that looks promising and are currently investigating it. However, he didn't clarify what the authorities found. While the police department keeps searching for the 33-year-old star, Bouchot expressed the ways that her devoted fans can help. The best thing... Her fans can do is just keep the family in their thoughts. If you know them, reach out to them, support them. This is an incredibly difficult time for them, as you can imagine, he expressed. Um, he knows many are wanting to come and help. Speaking of which, like Heather Morris, who was on Glee, played Brittany, her and Santana were, you know, lovers, besties, um, tweeted, you know, she knows that everybody's doing everything they can, but she said she, she herself feels helpless and that uh, she wants to know if she can, you know, help on foot or something. But obviously they advise against that given, you know, uh, the risk and danger of it, and they don't want to have to go looking for someone else too, which I totally understand. But I, I also feel understand why Heather Morris would say she feels really helpless because, quite honestly, I would feel quite helpless too. Um, continuing wrapping this up, first of all, the lake is closed to the public. With the heat and with the conditions, as soon as they drive up there, they'll realize that this is not for people who are untrained and unfamiliar with the area. I would not recommend it, he asserted. Um, well, that's... It's a great update. So all all I can say is I really hope that um, you know they they find something promising and of course like everyone else I I pray she's alive and 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 you know whatever the circumstances are I just you know I, I pray that everything works out and that she comes home. Um, and if things don't work out that way, I pray at least her body is found in some way so her family has peace of mind knowing that. Uh, they can in some way be reconnected with their daughter. So, yeah. Thank you again to everyone who is looking so tirelessly for her. And uh, for everybody, just keep on praying because prayers, thoughts become things. So, yeah. All right. Our next story of the day, this is also from E! News. Um, some sad news. Very, very sad news, actually. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley's son, Benjamin Keogh, has passed away at age 27. This is really devastating. The world of entertainment has lost a rising star. According to TMZ, Lisa Marie Presley and Danny Keogh's son, Benjamin Keogh, has died of an apparent suicide in Calabasas, California. He was only 27 years old. Law enforcement sources have told the publication Benjamin have to have appeared passed away due to a self-inflicted gunshot wound on Sunday. Of the heartbreaking news, Lisa Marie Presley's rep told E! News, quote, she is completely heartbroken, um, inconsolable, and beyond devastated by trying to stay strong for her 11-year-old twins and her oldest daughter, Riley Keough, who is an actress. Um, she adored that boy. He was the love of her life. At this time, Lisa Marie's reps didn't comment anything, uh, didn't comment on the details surrounding ben- Benjamin's death. Additionally, it's not confirmed what caused his death. The 27-year-old was born into a famous family. And he, was seem- and he has seemingly followed in their footsteps, like his grandfather, Elvis Presley, and dad, Danny, Benjamin was pursuing a career in music and entertainment, according to TMZ. 
Benjamin reportedly signed a $5 million deal in 2009 to Universal Record up to five albums per the publication, and it's unclear what the record consisted of. Um, his older sister, Riley, uh, was an actress. She was in Mad Max Fury Road. Um, and Benjamin, yeah. Very, 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 very sad news. So I, I offer my truest condolences to the family. This is heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, and I, unfathomable. I can't even imagine... Um, you know, the loss that's been going on, you know, as of late, it's really, really hard. And, you know, if you yourself are feeling, obviously none of the details are released, but if, if anyone out there is feeling, um, you know, a certain way, please talk to someone, reach out for help. Uh, there are people who are always there to listen and always there to support and, um, you know, help in any way, in any, in any capacity they can. Um, truly, truly, truly. Okay, so our third story of the day is a little COVID-related. Uh, comes from CNN. Uh, Bollywood mega, mega superstar, somebody who I love and worship, Ashwarya Rai, um, and daughter have tested positive for coronavirus. Iconic Bollywood actress Ashwarya Rai and her daughter, Aradaya, um, so sorry if I'm butchering or mispronouncing that name, tested positive for coronavirus following the news that Ashwarya's husband and father-in-law were hospitalized with the virus. Rai Bakashan, um, uh, once dubbed the most beautiful woman in the world and winner of the 94-1994 Miss World pageant, married into Bollywood's most, famous, most fam- famous family with her nuptials to fellow actor Abhishek Bachchan in 2007. He announced via his verified Twitter account on Sunday that his wife and their eight-year-old daughter have coronavirus, called Ashwarya and daughter, also have tested... COVID-19 positive, they will be self-quarantining at home. The BMC has been updated of their situation and they are doing the needful of the rest of the family, including my mother, have tested negative. Thank you all for your wishes and prayers. Ashwarya and Aridaya have tested. Oh, I already read the tweet. Um, Abhishek Bachchan had earlier announced that he and his legendary actor father, Amita Bachchan, had tested positive and been taken to the hospital. Um, on Sunday, the younger Bachchan, 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 I'm sorry for mispronouncing it, which is crazy because these are my people. I'm half Indian and I literally worship Bollywood and I can't pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Um, tweeted about their status along with a message uh, for his more than 50 million followers. Um, my father and I remain in the hospital till the doctors decide otherwise. Everyone, please remain cautious and safe. Please follow the rules. Um, yeah, it's very, very, very scary. This virus is everywhere, you guys. And uh, if Bollywood royalty can get it, so can you. Um, so wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance. Please, 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 wear a mask, wear a mask. You know, I have to say I'm really impressed with everybody in LA because everywhere I've gone, with the exception of occasionally I'll be walking by people who are in a parking lot or whatnot after they come out of the store, they take their mask off. But the point is they do wear their mask, but everybody's wearing a mask. You can't really go in anywhere without a mask. Yeah, I've seen these viral videos of people in California that are, you know, those people that are like freaking out about not wearing a mask. But I personally haven't, haven't you know, run into a Karen or whatever, you know, that whole thing, uh, because most people really want to be safe and want to protect their loved ones and themselves, which is the right way to do it. So I wish speedy recovery to Ashwarya, her husband, father-in-law, and her daughter, um, and everybody out there, you know, who is not feeling well or been, you know, tested positive for COVID-19. Please, I, you know, wish you well and health, and please, please, please stay safe, everybody. Okay, now we are going to the final story of the day, uh, E-News. A little bit of uh, Glee news. Leah Michelle, who we haven't talked about in a while, but of course she was uh, the center of a bit of controversy a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. Leah Michelle deletes her Twitter after alleged bullying over Naya Rivera's disappearance. Okay. 
Lee Michelle is taking a step back from social media. The Glee and Scream Queens alum deactivated her Twitter on Sunday and didn't say a word. While her Instagram account is still up and running, fans believe she left Twitter due to allegedly being bullied over Naira Rivera's disappearance. Quote, Leah Michelle deactivated because people were commenting on her post. It should have been you instead of Naya. Y'all are effing sick on Twitter. User share it. Now, I'm going to say this. Nobody, that's sick, and that's horrible that people are saying that, but nobody should wish one person gone over another. That's just sick. It's demented, and there's a special place in hell where people think like that. You do not think like that. Um, regardless of your personal feelings and a relationship towards someone, you do not wish that on anyone. I'm, I'm just saying that. It's not... It's inhumane, it's immoral, and it's sick. So just don't, please, stop. Uh, quote, uh, another person expressed, Leah Michelle has deactivated her Twitter due to being trolled about Naya Rivera. Has she behaved badly in the past? Yes. She's owned it and is trying to be better. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, she's also pregnant. Is it her fault Naya is missing? No. I'm sure she's as upset as the rest of the Glee cast. I believe that. Following Leah's Twitter deactivation, Amber Riley spoke out. While she didn't specifically name anyone in her tweet, many believe Amber was posting in reference to Leah. Quote, Show some respect. All our energy is going toward helping find Naya and praying for her safe return and for her family, Amber wrote on Sunday. No one owes anyone online a performance of grief. This is, a, this is very real and devastating. Focus on Naya and her family, not us. We don't matter right now. I didn't know Amber Riley spoke up, but I think that's great that she did. On Wednesday, July 8th, um, of course, and then the article goes into confirming that she was missing and then a little bit more details with regards to what I've shared before. Yeah, you guys, leave people alone. What Amber said was to a T. It's not about the rest of the Glee cast. It's about finding Nira, Nira, Naya, I'm sorry. It's about finding Naya, praying for her and her family and her friends and her loved ones and all those who are in her world and in her orbit and sending positive energy because there is too much negative energy going on in the world right now. And I understand a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands because people are staying home and, you know, employment, unemployment is up and, and whatever your case is. Just be kind, be nice, and, you know... Just please, because first of all, don't, I just can't even go into it. And um, I, I have to say, I hope Lee Michelle's pregnancy is going seamlessly and flawlessly because honey, let me tell you something. If that child that she's about to have uh, has any of her talent, that child is going to be so damn lucky instead of her life. And uh, let me tell you, Lee Michelle's got some pipes. Um, so yeah, everybody just, just chill out. Okay. It's a, it's a tough time for everybody. Well, those are my stories of the day. I, uh. I guess I finished up a little bit sooner than I thought I would. You know what? Maybe let me, uh, let me see if there's anything else I can, I can uh, read about for you guys. Give me a damn second. Let me, uh, let me hop over to E! News because sometimes I speak so quickly, I literally get through stories quite quickly. Well, I talked about in my last episode, Morphe Cosmetics cutting ties with Jeffree Star. So if you want to you know, catch up on that, that's up to um, Jeffree still hasn't uh, made any types of statement regarding Shane Dawson or whatnot, so I'm really interested in what he's going to say, or maybe he's just going to go the route of dealing with this privately, which is totally valid and totally okay, and if his fans are up in arms about the fact that Jeffree Star wants to deal with things in his own way behind closed doors, then that is okay, because although the thing about celebrities and people in general, people in the public eye, is that people who are not, who are fans and whatnot, think that they are owed every intimate detail of their personal lives, which is not, which could not be farther from the truth. Celebrities are people too, they have issues, they have personal things they want to deal with, we should not be ragging on people in general, but we shouldn't force people to disclose every personal detail to the public because it's nobody's damn business but themselves. And quite honestly, I personally feel that the more pressure we put on these fabulous people that we love and admire and are just big fans of to you know, speak about whatever issue m- might be at hand, then they're just going to withdraw and you know, I guess punish their fans by being like, bitch, I'm not going to talk about it. It's my business. But anyways, that's what I think. So... 
that's pretty much it. That's all she wrote. I hope everybody has a great Monday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Check me out on CastBox, Radio Public, iTunes, Spotify, basically wherever podcasts are published. Um, you know, I've said it many times before. I'll say it again. I am so grateful for, you know, my wonderful listeners and feedback and everything. Um, it's a true pleasure for me to do this since the ball. And it's just, you know, just the most fun thing ever. So, all right, everybody, have a great Monday. And uh, we'll see uh, what stories come out for Tuesday. Uh, you know, chat with you then. Bye. <laughs>